This is Shikamaru Nara. You're listening to the Shonen Tapes. Oh, you're not subscribed yet? What a drag. And this is the genius tape. You ain't got the answers, Kev. You ain't got the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And now we're going to be talking about the genius tape. The reason I'm talking like this is that for some reason, the narrator talks like this the entire show. And even <laughs> though it's not at all how he really speaks when you see him on camera, this is his narration voice. Right. You notice that? <laughs> what is he talking? What the fuck? What the fuck? You see him? My man you see him? He's like, hey, man. He'll be like, hey, man, what's up, Kanye? Hell yeah, we out here. Yeah, this is my boy. Like, bro. And then, and then you'll hear him recording. He'll be like, "Hello, this is time when we went to Donda's house." And like, this is like a whole different tone. He, he sounds weird. like the guy um, in Arthur, um, fucking um, the teacher. <laughs> but in his defense, Cootie. in the third, in the third, uh, um, the third episode, he kind of starts to sound like that. Okay, fair. He kind of he he sounds a little bit. And maybe you just like stop, like, you know, putting on the Chicago voice, like, you know, like what's up, Kanye? Maybe, like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. And, but but then also, like, yeah, it's true because Kanye in the first episode sounds way different than what he does now. Like, so he's like, way... it's Kanye Tuda, and then now he's just like, yeah, art. He's like, yeah, I'm art. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to Worms. We're we're talking about the Kanye West documentary for those of y'all that didn't want to sit through all seven and a half hours of it we did that for you and we can we can basically just tell you if it's worth watching or not and uh for those of you that have seen it we're gonna dissect it a little bit so welcome welcome um you know mr shonen pants is back he was not here last week for those of y'all that you know just tune into the hip-hop ones not the anime ones we had daria we had mike shout out those two yeah dude i I really appreciated um, them coming on the podcast, um, and I love I like listening to people that are really really into the new type of hip hop and how they explain it because I actually appreciate that because I do listen to a hip hop for the culture. I love the I love cult- the culture of hip hop, and honestly, with a lot of the new hip newer hip hop um, fans, they are really more into the culture than the. Um, than some of the lyrics sometimes, which I honestly understand sometimes, you know, because I love hip hop culture. So when when a rapper is able to embody the culture, I like them more than when a rapper isn't, you know. So I I did appreciate that those explanations from Daria. I was a little shaky on what Marcos was saying about it, but you know I do appreciate his takes as well too. And then I appreciate your restraint, Kevin, on that episode. My brother <laughs> showed restraint. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to. I was I was in moderator mode. You know what I'm saying. Um, all right. So let's talk about Mr. West. Let's talk about Mr. West in this documentary. So, oh, yeah. this, this, it was <laughs> really interesting because like it starts off where you see his struggle. You see him struggling to get noticed by all these like record labels. Mm-hmm. Nobody gave him the time of day. And I didn't know that was the case. I learned a lot watching this documentary and it was really interesting the path that you know he took to get to stardom and if you know say what you want about Kanye but his drive is fucking 
crazy. Right? It's wild. mm -hmm. Dude, when I watched the first episode of Genius, I, like, legit... I, cause I have so many, like, I, again, like I, I'm a very creative person. Like, you know, I, we, we have the podcast. I like write my own stories, bro. Like I, I saw that wrote like three chapters, planned new episodes of Shonen tapes. Like, I was like, dog, like what the fuck am I doing? Let me get off my ass. Like, yeah, it made you want to achieve your dreams, dog. Like, you know, agreed. So, yeah. 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 yeah agreed. I, yeah. I will say though, that this this isn't something like if you if you're interested in wanting to watch this, it's not something that you need to sit down and pay full attention to. This is the perfect yeah, thing to exactly, have on, yeah. like while you're doing the dishes, while you're cooking dinner, while you're just doing other shit. Like this, this mm-hmm. isn't something that you should sit down and like fully focus on because you know it's it's not for entertainment purposes in the sense of like you know. It, that case right i feel like it's it's just really telling kanye's story mm-hmm. and they also don't have kanye's perspective on it like it's it's like a it's a biography it's not an autobiography if that makes yeah, sense yeah exactly right? it's somebody it's somebody else kind of documenting certain pieces of kanye's life which in a way i think it makes it more palatable because i feel like if it was an autobiography and it was kanye's oh my perspective, god it would be fun. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, dude. If 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 Kanye's like, if Kanye was a part of it and he was explaining everything he did, I would want to bash my head into the desk repeatedly until the episode was over. Because mm-hmm. this this man, this man is so fucking egocentric and like narcissistic that mm-hmm. he thinks so highly of himself, and he puts it in a way of like. Of course, I think highly of myself. You should too, and like everybody should too. And like overconfident, like what that what is overconfident, bro? Somebody should have sat this man down and been like, "Do you know what overconfident is, Kanye? Overconfident is like when when you make a promise you can't deliver. You know what I'm saying? Overconfident can actually lead to bad things. I don't think Kanye fucking understands that. Like there is such a thing as being overconfident. Why? Because you sound like a jackass. You know what I'm saying? So those parts of it was what made me really happy that it was just from the the dude recording it. His name is Cootie. It was from Cootie's perspective. Very, very interesting from that standpoint because, like, you know, he he was there for the ride early on. He totally fell off midway through, like, was not a part mm-hmm. of it. And then late Kanye, it seems like he's kind of back on the Kanye saddle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this, and I guess we can go through, like, the episodes um too yeah. but all throughout my like i started listening to kanye like early on like i remember my dad got me the um college dropout cd thinking because of jesus walks he thought he was a christian rapper and i didn't want to tell him that he wasn't that's so <laughs> but, funny <laughs> so i've been but i i've known kanye like when i was a kid i knew him through his lyrics so i always thought he was a cocky asshole because that's how he wanted to be portrayed as so I, when Kanye does his shit now, it didn't bother me as much because I was like, dude, like this is how Kanye ha- is always like. But honestly, this sh- th- I know a lot of people are like, oh, I like Kanye more because of this. Like this made me like him less. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm really? like, dog, he was. I think because he was like willing himself to become an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Because he was not that. He was not that. Like 
yeah, he might have been overconfident in himself, but he was also like selfless. He also had like a yeah, I think it was made because he had a support system with Donda, but he was like a good guy. You know what I'm saying? And then I yeah. feel like with him not taking care of himself, like with his mental illness, and like probably not going that goes a lot unchecked with a lot of people in the black community. Um, honestly, I, I I've started taking ther- therapy just because like I feel like a lot of black people don't, and I think they should. Um, but I think that that went unchecked, and I think he wanted to be this different type of person. And when he started getting more accolades, he started becoming who he wanted to be. And the fact that he wanted to be this person, you can see that like the way he t- like he'll turn on his act in the first episode. And I was just like, hmm. And it made me like not like him. And that's the first time I've ever said that. Because before I was just like, this is who he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is Kanye's always been this guy. Like I always I've said that on Spotkiss all the time, but like now I'm like, that's not true. You know, so maybe so I had saying like, so, what? So you're saying like, you think he turned into a character essentially? Yeah, he turned like, himself into a character that he wasn't, mm-hmm. that he wanted to be. Like he, it was always there in him, but he was like, he, he. I think he, he was a normal guy that was like really sure of what his ability, and then he was like, all right, but this is the type of person I want to be, and he became that. With his like mental, yeah, yeah like, it's mixed with the like, mental illness and everything like that, which sucks. You know what I'm saying? But it's he became someone, someone that he thought he had to be, which is a rich white dude. That's what Kanye West is acting like. He's acting like a rich true. white dude that doesn't give a fuck about anything. You know? You're right, and that's oh, it just kind of made me sour on him a little bit, which I first time I ever actually said that. You know. It's yeah. it's really interesting. It's a really interesting perspective from you. And like I didn't know what side. I didn't know how you were gonna feel about this when we, when we watched it, because like I've always known how you felt about Kanye, and it's like I feel like the way you're feeling now is how I've felt about Kanye in the last like six seven years, right? Like I've I've been soured on this man because of the way mm. he's been, he's been acting. You know, aside from you know, mental health issues, like not, not even having anything to do with it, but just the way he kind of just fucking looks at life. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's very, very off putting, but I will say this didn't sour me on him because well, aside from the fact that I've been soured, it almost repaired his image for me a little bit because I thought of him a lot, lot, lot worse than what I actually saw on the TV. Yeah. So like now that I now that I watched it, I'm like, okay. First off, I had the background of his early struggle of not being taken seriously as a rapper. I didn't. I I like I've heard I've heard about it a little bit, but I didn't know it was that hard. Like I didn't realize he had to hustle to the point where he was walking into the Rockefeller offices, would play his tape, literally his tape, and people would be looking at him like, "The fuck are you doing? Like, get out of here, dude! Like, go make me some beats." Mm-hmm. That was cool. That was cool as fuck. Yeah. It also, the first episode that. was also extremely inspiring for me as well too. Um. So yeah, yeah. With that, I totally agree with. Then when it gets into the later shit, where you see him start, you know, the Trump stuff, the "I am God" bullshit, I started to see less of just somebody who was like 
just a, an egotistical maniac and more of somebody who I do think just like needs help. And I felt yeah. more sorry for him the more I watched it. Like it, like I, like when he was doing all this shit from 2016 to now, I kept, you know, I'd say, I'd say, who the fuck is in his circle? Like who the fuck is in his circle? And why aren't they standing up to him and being like, you are being a jackass? Like shut the fuck up, sit down, stop being stupid. Like that's how I thought it. But then when you actually watch it on screen, you're like, oh, like he's going through it. And they see he's going through it. And and I think they have the option of trying to stand up to him and being like, bro, like, you need to sit down and check yourself. But if anybody tries that with Mr. West, the god, he's going to be like, who the fuck are you? Fuck you. Get out of my face. You're negative energy. And he's just going to ostracize them from his life. And I think, I think the ones that, and I don't know who has stood up to him, but I'm pretty sure whoever has probably done that or tried to do that has been has pushed been aside. Like- Side, yeah. yeah, you see him beefing now with people that have been by him forever, like like Kid Cudi, John, yeah. John Legend, and you know, like like his homies, right? Because they're just like, bro, like what you're doing is fucked. Like as your boy, mm-hmm. I'm here to try to explain that to you. And Kanye took it the wrong way. Now, a, a second part to this, Sean can be one of the people to, to confirm this. I am that asshole in the friend group that has the mm-hmm. uncomfortable question that has the co- uncomfortable conversations that tells somebody dog like you're fucking tripping right now like you need to check yourself mm-hmm. like i i often come off like a dickhead because if somebody is doing something like copping an attitude too off and like you know what i'm saying like just not being themselves like the way kanye is not being like i'm usually that dude who stands up and says like yo like chill the fuck out right and it and Sean, like, like, right, like, like you've you've seen mm-hmm. me personally get into yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely, like, yeah, absolutely. A bunch of people, but then nine times out of ten, I, I want to say within our friend group, at least ten times out of ten, like the people you have those conversations with come back to you and they're just like, "Yo, like, I need Good to hear that. that." Yeah. Good looks for for Kanye, and I feel like Kanye doesn't have enough people that like will really stand up and like really really fight him, but at the same time, like. When you're a billionaire rich celebrity who can just say fuck off and surround yourself with an entirely new yes group at the drop of a dime, I guess it's a lot harder to do that with Kanye. So like Yeah. I so like it did make me not like like him more, but it made me way more empathetic to what he's going through. Because like you even see the people around him, like early on they stood up to him. They had this one they had this one scene where this dude was like, who the fuck are you to call yourself a genius? Like, right. And then Kanye was just mm-hmm. like, well, and, and, you know, it made, it, it checked Kanye a little bit. And he was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you know, I'm just saying that cause it's funny. No, you're not saying that cause it's funny. You're saying that cause you have your head so far up your ass. It's coming out of your mouth. That's why yeah. you're saying that. And you don't like, like yeah, that. He's those guys in his life anymore. That was like the first episode. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. That was the mm-hmm. first episode. He was able to get checked like that here and there and he wasn't able to just say fuck you you know who i am i'm kanye west i could buy this this whole country if i wanted to like but now he can do that so i feel like that's why he spiraled and i know i just i just went off a fucking rant but no no uh, it it makes sense pause and the only reason is because i mean we had a kanye episode while we're me and brandon like kanye's always been like this the only reason i said like and it's not like i'm not saying i don't like kanye's still one of my favorite artists of all time right Yeah, yeah 
Um, I just think that like the fact that I watched this and I was like expecting to see something that I didn't see from him in early. And I guess, cause like when I was a kid, when I was listening to Kanye West, so like yeah. my reference point to how he was when he was at that, those years was from his music. Right. So I thought he was yeah. always that asshole that was like, I'm the best, but he wasn't always like that. So then it's like, okay. So like, if that's not, I just thought like that was like his personality. He's like, oh, I'm better than everyone, but that wasn't always his personality. So now I was like, so now he's like, so now it makes me think that he like turned himself into that, and that's like where it's like a little like, oh, that's kind of weak. And that's you know what? Weak. Yeah, you are right because I think mm-hmm. it was episode two where Kudi mentions that Kanye said to him, "Yo, I'm playing this character now." Yeah, like, he did. This say is that, who I am. I'm he this literally. S- yeah. That's what pissed me off. Yeah. And then he started calling Cootie Chike. Chike and, oh my god, that was horrible. Yeah, yeah, dude. And like, let, yes. let, let, let's explain that. Let's explain that. Okay, to okay, okay. So, so for those of you that haven't seen it, like Chike was this other dude who was in their circle, and he was mm-hmm. kind of paired up with Cootie. Uh, that would and Cootie is the dude that like you know recorded the whole thing and like was like basically Kanye's cameraman, right? So the way this started was like you know Cootie was recording Kanye's. Like he saw greatness in Kanye mad early. He's like, yeah, this motherfucker's gonna be Zero. huge. Yeah, yeah, dog. He's like, this motherfucker's gonna be huge, and I'm gonna document his shit, right? So in the early ass days, that was like, that was like, you know, they were all in that circle walking around with the crew, and then as soon as Kanye gets like a his you know first big taste of fame, you know, gets drunk and he he starts calling Cootie Chike, which is the other guy, and he just and. I, I think I think in all fairness, what I think happened was Kanye was almost blacked out drunk. He was like very, very hammered in that scene. He kept calling Cootie Chike, which obviously isn't his name. I, I think he did it by accident the first time because he was so drunk. And then he kept going with it because he's like, I don't make mistakes. I'm Kanye West. I'm, yeah. I'm now calling you Chike because I fucking want to call you that shit. I did that shit on purpose. And then he kept doing it. And then by the end of it, he's like, oh, but I don't want to be too much of a dick. So he put his arm around him. He's like, no, nah, I'm just fucking with you. Like, I know that's not your name. This is my boy. This is Cootie. I was fucking with you. But like, he wasn't, bro. He made a mistake. He tried to play it off like he did it on purpose. And then he like, oh, it was weird. It was fucking weird. It was very, it was super cringe. And I was just like, it was very uncomfortable, you know? Um, yeah. And I think, I think I had that reaction just because like, Kanye West like means a lot to me, you know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. just realizing this now. A lot of like, there's a lot of video essayists that are making these videos about Kanye and how what he means to them, and then like how he's like kind of like the downfall. And I yeah, I didn't realize how much I'm like avoiding what he's Kanye is doing now. I'm just like whatever. I'm like I don't watch, I don't really listen to like these like these like um yeah news headlines and stuff like that because I'm like. Dude, like, I don't need this in my life, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the yeah. day, dog, it's fucking annoying. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dude, Kanye, what the fuck are you doing? And, like, this way, it's like, you can't, you couldn't not see it, you know? And they didn't even, like, show you too much of what he did in, like, yeah, they showed, like, him running for president, but they didn't show, like, the Kim Kardashian stuff with the Pete Davidson thing. Bro, they skipped over, they skipped over yeah. his craziest years, honestly, too. They just well, I think because like because that's 2022. I think they ended on 2021. So they did, yeah, 
Yeah. Well, no, no, no. What, what, what I mean by his craziest years is like, you know, it was a blip. Like they, they kind of focused on it a little bit, but the fact was Cootie and Kanye lost touch when he was really, really on Kanye's like his most downward spiral. And then they mm-hmm. picked back up like towards the end of that spiral that he's still currently in right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you, 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 you didn't see Kanye in the back stage after he said, you know, I'm gonna let you finish Taylor, but Beyonce, you didn't see his, you know, reaction to like the whole Taylor Swift thing. You didn't see his reaction to the Barack Obama calling him a jackass thing. They skipped over mm-hmm. those years because those two like basically weren't boys during that time anymore. They weren't boys. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I do. Well, one, I would defer, like, um, just being transparent. My first reaction to this, um, to the three episodes are completely different from my second re- reaction of this viewing. Cause my first reaction was like, I didn't like cutie. So I was just like, Dude, like, and I was before I was like watching it when I was working, so I wasn't really paying attention. So I was just like, "Why? Who the fuck is Cootie? Like, this man's not really in his life like that." And then I, when I really watched it, I'm like, "Okay, they're actually boys." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this guy's been in his life. And then I decided co- a different reaction. Cootie's a good guy because he, he remember on the third episode with that real estate yep. scene when he, he talking yep. to those real estate agents, just other yep. like real estate tycoons. And Connie just goes on this like weird ass rant, right? And then Cootie was just like, I'm not gonna record this. When another a, a lesser person would have recorded that shit. You know what I'm saying? But he was like, 100%. I'm not recording yeah. this. Yeah. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, Cootie is a fucking G, dog. Like that is He's like, a G for that boy. shit, bro. I'm not recording this, dude. Cause he didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's two types of people where like if a car crash is happening. You know, everybody wants to fucking see the car crash, and you can you can record that shit and put it for views. But when that mm-hmm. car crash is like somebody you consider one of your homies, you're not going to sit there and record it and try to capitalize off of it. Yeah, and I think like, I think he did a really good job of teetering the line of, you know, this is my boy, so I'm not going to sit here and like talk shit about him. But also, this is the stuff he's doing, and we haven't seen eye to eye. And I'm just going to show you what it is. Like, he showed us the crazy shit Kanye was doing without narrating and being like, this man Shitting is bugging. On yeah. He's, yeah. Go, you know, he's, he's going for Trump. He's doing this. He's, you know, talk, calling himself. Like, all this shit. He didn't do that. And he could have very easily done that. And I, mm-hmm. and I definitely a, a big piece of that is because, you know, Cootie's kind of back in Kanye's life, it seems like now. So... Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to put some shit out dissing, dissing your homie. So, which hopefully is a good to be good. Hopefully, it'll be a good thing. Yeah, he let us make mm. he let's make the decision for ourselves. Like, you know, where where Kanye is, like where he stands for us, right? I thought he did yeah. a good job of that. He did a very good job, and hopefully, now that he's back in Kanye's life, it will be for and it'll be in a good way because Cootie doesn't like. Even when Kanye was bugging, Cootie didn't like. It's not like he like chastised him but he kind of like almost like would pull away and then Kanye would kind of like oh like you know like yeah he would see yeah. in his face he's like oh yeah i'm going too far right now because i think yeah, now Kanye yeah. knows i think the reason he brought cootie back is because he knows that the people he's surrounded himself with now are fake as fuck you know Agreed. and now he's trying to surround himself with like realness that he used to have which is like yeah i think but like at the same time dude he's like you know, the third episode really focuses on like the mm. type of mental space Kanye is in now. And it is going to be random, but 
there is a YouTuber called FoozyTube. He was mm-hmm. a dude that used to do like these fake pranks. He's just like Vitaly, Vitaly, whatever the fuck his name is. And and I I know you've seen this one this prank video before, but remember the dude who would lean into his trunk and like you know he'd wear like basically yoga pants and look like a girl essentially, and and yeah. he would record people walking by. He'd be like, "What you looking at?" And the dude would be like, "Oh, like I thought she was a girl." And like you know, th- that was like the he was part of that whole like prank thing, and he was like this really funny prankster. He yeah. got bigger, he got bigger, he got bigger, and then all of a sudden he tried to throw this like concert where he was just like i'm gonna have drake i'm gonna have this person and I'm, oh i talked to this and like he thought of himself as so much bigger than what he actually was and then he you know the concert failed nothing came to fruition like he thought it was going to then he stood up on a car took off his shirt would rant would scream would cry it was very clear you know he's going through like an episode and this dude is extremely like kanye west but like the difference is, is Fousey just failed in what he was trying to do, while Kanye succeeded because he d- was able to create a cult following, not even a cult following, mm-hmm. a superstardom, right? A fandom of yeah. the amazing albums that he had put out early in his career. So you're going to have people kind of blindly backing him up no matter what he tries to do, which on top of that makes it even tougher for him to be like, dude, like you are bugging right now. Like, you know, he's going over and he's... Man, like he's watching Tucker Carlson agree with him, like right wing, you know, news shit. And he's getting super amped and super excited about it. And you hear people in the background kind of like, yo, bro, like we need to talk about some of this stuff. And he's like, nah, nah. And he's just like getting hyping and like screaming. And it's like, you can tell they can't really sit him down and be like, bro, like stop. Like, like really think about what you're saying and doing right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And then. Also, another thing that pissed me off too is when he, um, in the third episode, he's like starting like shitting on his dad, which I don't know the story with his dad because he doesn't really talk about that. It sounds like he was in his life, but then sometimes I'm like, was he in his life? But like, how he was like, oh, my dad wanted an abortion. Um, and then like, yeah. you know, he was going on that rant. And then like his dad was like talking to him, kind of like, Kanye, you got to chill out. And then he was yeah. legit looking, he, he just was, Kanye was like glassy eyed. And I was just like, damn, like, his dad can't even get to this nigga. Like, you know, I was like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. He's lost, bro. And it's like, I think, I think what this documentary did is really interesting. Like, I think it leveled me and you and our viewpoints about Kanye, because I think you thought of him way higher, you know, than you should have. Mm -hmm. And I think I potentially thought of him way lower than I should have. And for me, it just kind of like gave me a lot more empathy. Yeah, dude, it humanized him a lot more for me. And I was just like, okay, like, you really are struggling. You know what I'm saying? And like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, he, there is a chance that, like, that character, the quote unquote character that he's playing now, he's fully fucking. He's, invested, he's him now. Yeah. That's, that, he's that's that who character he is now. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is sad. Like, and yeah. I think it soured me because I don't like when people play characters. I don't like when people put on the front, dude. Like that shit's yeah, it's funny fake. to me. It's so fake. Like what yeah, he so. said too. Remember when he started too? He said he said I'm not about that fake shit. I'm rapping about real shit. I'm rapping mm-hmm. about shit that I care about. You know, I'm not about. I think in the sense he was like relating to it was more so like I'm not going to rap about guns and you know girls and all that shit. I'm going to rap about what I care about. But mm-hmm. somehow that turns into fucking, I'm a god. Mm-hmm. 
Which like, I think when he says I'm a god, I think he's just like well, I understand why when he says shit like that, because he's just like, okay, like black people How? only do one thing. Then he's like, because he doesn't because he believes in God. He knows that he's not a god, bro. He's just saying that because he's like, he knows oh. it annoys people when he says I'm a god, but he's like, How come he doesn't annoy people when I say I'm a thug? I understand it. It's a little annoying, but I get the point he's trying to go get across when he does shit like that, where he says that. Because he doesn't actually think he's a god, Kevin. Because he does he know. Does yeah. he not? I mean, I've heard. I've actually heard him explain explain that he's like, I don't right, think right. I'm a god. He's like, but when I say I'm a god, people get all upset. But then he's like, but why won't you get and upset when I say fucking... I'm a nigga or I'm a thug? I, was, I get that because <laughs> you're just a fucking troll. A god is not something you can be. A thug is something you can be. A thug is a dude who does X, Y, and Z. A god. Is a literal fucking god. That's why people get upset when you say shit like that. You think that highly of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like not as many people would be rubbed the wrong way if he said, "I'm ahead of my time." You could say that shit, right? That's true. But I'm a god. But it's, I mean, it's he's like also saying said I'm that stuff too, and people are like, it, oh, "Yeah." Like- but but I bet you a lot less people are soured on him than when he says mm. that. Now imagine he says, "I'm perfect." Same shit. I'm a god and I'm perfect. Who the fuck is perfect? Fuck you. You know? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel when he says I'm a god. I, I, I take that as him saying he's perfect. So that's that's why mm-hmm. I don't fuck with it. I don't I don't see it as an empowerment thing because it's not, dog. He thinks he's a fucking like the best thing ever, you know? I'm, and I'm not going to say mm-hmm. he's not a genius because he has this type of like very creative mind and like musically, yeah, sure. But man, I just think he's gotten to the point where his fans will just eat up anything he puts out, mm-hmm. except for the stem player, bro. This I, I think he's actually kind of failing with the stem player stuff. Right? I mean, he sold like he went platinum off the stem player. He did, he did. go platinum, but I don't think he is definitely his lowest selling thing. I think it's smart for him because he knows that he's not going to sell. He's not going to do Drake numbers anymore. So doing this. As a ploy to, he still went platinum. Like he still sold like, um, I think way more than 100k or 100k um, stem players. Like he sold that in the first week of, uh, of stem players. But it's not like he's not doing Drake. He's not doing Drake numbers ever again. He's not doing, and I, I mean, he probably could. But I think the way Kanye is. And like to his detriment, because sometimes you can't always achieve a different sound all, at all times. You know what I'm saying? I think the last time, in my opinion, that he achieved a different sound that wasn't his sound was Jesus. And then after that, yeah. when he, I, I think after that, he was like, okay, I can keep on doing this. And then like, you can't, when you always jump out of your lane, you can't always land on your feet. Like with Donda, I love the beats because like he's good at making beats, but like I didn't necessarily like the way he was rapping. So that's that. But who? Yeah. I mean, what did better between Donda and CLB? Didn't didn't CLB they do did better numbers. numbers? No, CLB did better numbers, but not by like a lot. Like Donda still did really well. Yeah, Donda did. Donda one did very well. It did very well, but I think Drake beat him though. Still, technically, yeah, but like, but, but like you're saying, you're, the way you're saying he's not going to do Drake numbers, like he kind of did do Drake numbers with Donda. Wait, really? Because of the fan, I thought, I thought, I thought Drake beat him. 
let's see. I mean, Drake did beat him, but I don't think it was like by a landslide. Let's see. It was like 600. Okay, I guess he did. Yeah, I guess Drake did double his numbers. Okay, I'm looking at it now. Damn, I, I thought they were. I thought they were a little closer. It's Con- Kanye's publicity is very good, dude. They'll make you think that they did similar. The Drake, Drake, Drake blew him out. I don't think he blew him out the water, but he definitely doubled his numbers. So, yeah, he definitely did yeah. better. Yeah, um, I just go. I was just gonna say I loved episode one. I loved and I loved episode two. Um. But episode three just honestly it broke my heart a little bit, and I think mm-hmm. I've been a little I've I've been avoiding knowing getting to know who Kanye is now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And kind of just like looking at it at a, a surface level, like ah, like he's going through it. That's so what I've been know. trying to tell you for yeah. years, dog. And for years, I've done it on purpose for my mental health because that is my favorite rapper. You know, it's like low key. Yeah, that's my favorite rapper. Yeah, that's why I've ne- and that's why I've never pushed it so hard because I remember we were having yeah. an episode and you're like, you were like, Kevin, what if Eminem was doing all this shit? And I was like, oh, like that. <laughs> this shit hit me. This shit hit me in the gut, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna leave it, dog. You right? He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. Um. <laughs> He's Gucci, dog. Don't worry. <laughs> Duh. But I loved episode one. I'm agree with you. Episode one was mm-hmm. very good. If you're gonna watch, if you're gonna watch the series, um, just know that like, I it it just doesn't have to be as long as it is. Like episode one and two didn't feel as purposeful as episode three did. Episode three, I felt like there was a lot less fluff. But episode one and two, there was a lot of fluff. Like, for example, you know, there'd be this scene where they would just be having a conversation in, like, their, you know, their little office in Chicago. And instead of just, like, cutting to the conversation, it would show them walk from the kitchen to the, like, living room, shoot a thing in a pool, walk around for a little bit, and then start to talk. And then it would show, mm. like, another scene of just somebody, like, sitting down, staring at a piece of paper, thinking... And it's like, I don't know if you're trying to be artsy and cinematography-ish, whatever the fuck, but, like, just take out the fluff, bro. Stick yeah. to it. it. It wasn't... And and I think that's why people struggled to kind of, like, keep up with it, because, like, episode three, I don't think was like that, because, like, episode three is, like, when, when they're sitting in the car and they're just zoomed in on Kanye's face, like, you know, you know why he's doing that bro you know it's just like he's like yo Kanye is going through it right now he's in pain like he's dealing with some shit this is kind of how he's dealing with it but episode one and two was just more so like hey like you know we're in the studio with fucking ludicrous or like we're in the studio with blah blah watch watch jay-z walk from this side of the room to the other side of the room and i I think they could have knocked off a, a solid two hours of fluff and and you still would have had the same experience with this document docuseries. I don't know how you feel about that, but that's that's kind of. I, I have the it. opposite feeling. I think epi- I think episode three, one, he, Cody's not as close to Kanye anymore, right? So he has a very yeah. different relationship with them. So since he has a different relationship, he can't get as much stuff. And I think I thought yeah. like episode three, they're, they're trying to put too much things together. Like it, it kind of like hopped too much. I was like, okay, like. One one year we're like 
in episode three, he's like, okay, we're 2014. Okay, now we're 2016. Now we're in 2020. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And it's because they yeah. didn't have that much time with them. And I liked, yeah, I well, per, as a Kanye guy, I liked how they let shit breathe. And then, like, because I know a lot about Kanye West, but yeah. this, I liked how they, I felt like I was in their crew walking around with them. And that's why 100%. I personally liked it. But I, I do see. And I, wa- I, and I did watch some like interviews with other people, or not interviews. I, I did watch some like other like YouTube videos, of other people talking about their experience, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm not really a Kanye guy like that." So I didn't really like how it was doing, like where it was like, yeah, yeah, elongating so scenes, yeah, mm-hmm. very, very, very elongating scenes. But like, I, I yeah. understand your point of view too. So that part is interesting. Yeah. yeah, my my favorite piece about the docu series was like. You'd see Kanye West, you know, get was a scarf. It was Scarface, right? Yeah, Scarface. Yeah, he's sitting there rapping his something for Scarface, and Scarface was like, "Yo, that was phenomenal, right?" You see him do some shit for Pharrell. You see him. You see the legitimate reactions of some huge rappers, especially back in the day, like huge rappers right there back in the day. But then now, like when you when you compare Kanye to them, Kanye is so much bigger, so much than ahead. Everybody, yeah, he's so much ahead, yeah, so much ahead of them. And you see him jumping through hoops essentially to like impress these people. And then you see their face light up, and they're like, "Yo, you're fucking, you're gonna be huge. You're the next big thing." And hit like, they, and they see it. So it's just like I thought that was amazing. I thought capturing Pharrell's reaction was so dope. Catching Scarface's reaction, like all this shit, was very, very, very cool. It was That's so my, cool. my favorite part. And Pharrell. Is like the biggest producer like ever, and he was just like, yeah. "This is amazing." He's like, "This is the great." I think he said, "This is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life," or something. Some like shit that. like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Holy shit, dude! Like, if yeah. I ever heard Pharrell say he likes anything I did. I'd like that'd be the the greatest day of my life. You know. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Um. So that was your favorite aspect. I think. I think my favorite aspect of this documentary was definitely the scene. Where he goes into the Rockefeller office and then plays mm-hmm. um, "All Falls Down," um, yeah. which is like one of Kanye's like best songs, and they just do not give a fuck about it, which proves my point that people don't give a fuck unless other people do. Hundred percent about yes. something, even as good as it is. And I've always tried yeah. to condition myself to not be like that. You Me know too. what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, this is good shit. And then people won't like it until other people like it. It's which so is fake. so weird to me, dude. It's so it's fake. Because so I was like, dude, it's this so is fake. a good-ass song. Like, there was nothing that sounded like All Falls Down that was as good, you know, at that time. Like, it was like 2002 or whatever. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, well that was Eminem's prime. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna argue. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wholeheartedly argue with what you just said. But I agree that 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 song is amazing and yeah, yeah, yeah. is it correct. It, it was correct. amazing. Yeah. So like, I just like I, that aspect of it. Also, the, it's weird, and I'm glad this is not a thing. I was like listening to Joe Budden podcast. How like the artists would have to perform in front of like. Yeah, white people that like don't care probably about the music yep. just want to make money off of you, and it's like yeah. he was like Joe Budden said he had to do that. He was like it was it's so degrading, and he's like I'm glad that was a thing. It's like 
a thing of a passing. It's like, I'm glad COVID killed that shit. So people were doing that shit until 2020, just like fucking like yeah. pretending you're in front of a stage in front of like big wigs. Like honestly, the Bro, music industry yeah. is the music industry is disgusting, dog. Like I would have I you would ever not- have you ever seen the clip of MGK doing it? Yeah, it's so cringe, dude. Oh but good for my him God. though. Good for him though. No, like he had, I guess, at, but no. At least he's trying, dude. I would never be able to do because I'm like, dude, like these people have no culture, dog. Like, why am I performing for these people? Like, well, he like for those of you that haven't seen it, this dude, the MGK, yeah, this dude, y'all know MGK. He fucking jumps up on a table. Imagine like a corporate office. He jumps up on a mm-hmm. table. Half the people are not paying attention. He's like trying to be like a rock star, and they're just like, uh. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> have you seen the Have you seen the one with um? I think it's like it's either Soldier Boy or Bobby Schmurdo. It's Bobby Schmurda, and he's like doing Bobby Schmurda. I've seen his. Yes, <laughs> he's like yes. helping this lady's yes. face. <laughs> yes, that shit was funny. And everybody was like, "Okay, like this is okay. dope." They were into it too. No, they got into it though because he was just like hyping them up. He was killing it's it. It's just weird. It's fucking weird though. I'm glad that's not a thing. It's, very weird. Like, it's no, a little demeaning, honestly. Like fuck, like listen to the song. But, it, but it, make- I I agree with you, but at the same time, it makes sense because you got to see their stage presence. At, like. Like, how the fuck else are they going to know, right? You're going to, you might, what if they hire somebody and they sign him and he's stiff as fuck and they can't do that type of thing? You got to be comfortable enough to be able to, yeah, you got to be comfortable enough to awkwardly perform in a tiny room with a bunch of big wigs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or else, how are you going to do in front of a concert? Like, I get it. That's true. I get it. I get it. There's, there's both arguments. All right. Um, question, Kevin, Mm -hmm. who, uh, what other documentary in this style would you want to see? What artist would you want to see? in this documentary style. And why is it Eminem? (laughs) (laughs) I literally, I was like, how do I say Eminem without saying Eminem? (laughs) So I'm just going to say Eminem. I'm going to cut all the bullshit. I'm just, you you already know how it is. Eminem. (laughs) J. Cole. That's it. J. Cole. I would love to see I would love to see Kendrick Section 80 Kendrick to damn Kendrick and into like what Kendrick's like working on now, right? And then I would love to see J. Cole like from his like mixtape days all the way to like what he's doing now. And then I think honestly I would like to I would love to see Drake. I think that would be the mo- the more interesting one. The other one's yeah. just because I'm a fan. But I think the Drake one, because like Drake is a completely different rapper than he was when he first started out. And then I think I want to see like why he's the way he is. Like, is he, was he always so people pleasy? You know what I'm saying? Like, I would really want to see the Drake one. I think out of all the three, even though I love Kendrick Lamar, I know him. Like, you know, I feel like I know who Kendrick Lamar is. I don't know who Drake is. And I've been, we've been with Drake the most. I don't but actually know who he is. I feel like we kind of know who he is, though. What do you mean? We don't. We don't know who he is because in his interviews, his interviews are he's directing his interviews. Like there's not like with a, with J. Cole or Kendrick, those interviews are not directing it. So it's like it's actually their answers. They're actually answering hard hitting questions. Drake, it's all manufactured, dog. He doesn't do any like off the cuff. No, the reason, no, but the reason I say that is because there's a lot of cr- clips of Drake like back in the day, like MTV Cribs right before he was a rapper. You watch his empty video cribs. There's this one scene where he picks it up and he's like, Oh, when here you'll see my book of rhymes. 
yeah, know, yeah of course he's like it's stuff people will probably never hear and mm. i saw another clip of him once like getting mad because his mom didn't bring him home a tuna sandwich and she <laughs> she's like yeah right, I know, you, no, but- you seen that clip yeah, no, I've seen all those clips, but I'm just saying that, I, like... This, this is the point of me saying that. I feel like Drake yeah. is not hard, and Drake is very, just, like... It's a... He's kind of playing a character as well. Yeah, I, I, but I would want to see that unfold, like, the way that it did with Kanye. The way it did with Drake. I, okay, think okay. That, I think that would be interesting, because J. Cole, both J. Cole and Kendrick aren't playing a character. From what I... From what we see, because they're Agreed. more, like... Agreed. Yeah, agree. Drake is, Na- 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 is yeah. yeah, and Eminem is playing a character, but like on purpose. He's he's purposely playing a character for entertainment purposes, and he does a really mm-hmm. good job of separating that character from his real life mm-hmm. and saying he literally says on songs, "It's just a character. I'm just Marshall Mathers." You know, like mm-hmm. he has. And it's funny, you go through his discography, you hear Marshall Mathers songs, and then you hear Eminem songs, and then you hear Slim Shady songs. And they're, those three are very different. Very mm-hmm. fucking different. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's inter- huh? that, that would be interesting, Eminem's one. But I would I love Drake, to see that one. Drake is the right answer, because yeah. I... He's, Drake's a very interesting character study, because he's like putting on such a front. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, okay, so would you recommend... This is a watch for people. I would. Yes, I would recommend it to Kanye fans and I would recommend it to Kanye detractors. Both in the same. I'll be like, you need to watch this. If, if you're talking about Kanye, you should watch this. I would, too, because mm-hmm. as a Kanye detract- detractor, right, it, it mm-hmm. changed my outlook on it a little bit. I still think he's totally tripping. I still think what he's doing for society is horrible. I think I think he's fake too. Like not just because he's playing a character, but because he's full of shit, dude. Like aside mm. from the whole mental health shit, aside from the whole like, you know, w- whatever, right? He's sitting there like, "Oh, I'm going to change the world. Like I'm going to do this for fashion." This motherfucker sells a plain white t-shirt for like $800 and his dick riding fans like buy it, pay $800 for a plain white t-shirt. If you paid Kanye West for an $800 t-shirt, you deserve to have a plain white t-shirt and you deserve to give him your money. And like, I guess he's smart for capitalizing on that. But I think the, I hate the bullshit that he's on pretending like it's it's life changing shit and he's doing stuff for good because it's a money grab. And like the way he hides behind religion, like, you know, oh, God wanted me to do this. God wanted me to do that. Like, God, this God, that like, no, dude. You just need help, and you're just sapping onto religion. Unfortunately, it's really fucking sad to see. Um, and so it's it'll it'll make you develop an empathy for him in that sense. It did for me. Um, I had it for him before, but it definitely like increased. I will say it's not something. It's a sit down and watcher. I think I I do think this is something that you can just have on in the background, pay attention to it for the interesting parts. But then when you see them walking around the office, when you when you're a fan fan like Sean. Yeah, sit down and watch those scenes. But if you're someone like me who like doesn't love Kanye West, that's a perfect way to watch that shit. Because when it grabs your attention, it grabs your attention. But if not, you can just be doing other shit. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. But this is a good documentary. Um, Cootie is a good band. That's a good dude. That's a good friend. 
Um, yeah. Because if I was Cootie, I'd be like, yo, fuck that nigga. I don't want to see him. With- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, dog. I honestly don't think you were. I don't think you would be like that. Because imagine, imagine this is one of us doing that, and then yeah, you're- you wouldn't say, you wouldn't do that, like. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyways, y'all, if you watched it, let us know what y'all thought of it. I'm really actually curious to hear y'all thoughts on this docu-series genius you can catch it on netflix if you haven't seen it you got your boy kev mr sean shonen pants happily married happily free from corona kind of he's muting himself to cough every now and then welcome back <laughs> bucko thanks man catch us catch us uh, monday we're gonna be continuing march madness for anime shonen tapes madness whatever the fuck we're calling it Otherwise, we'll see you for next week's hip-hop episode. This is your first time listening. Make sure you subscribe to wherever podcasts are found. Any parting words, Sean? Look, Kanye, sorry. Um, And um, vote the right way if you listen to the anime episodes. Goodbye. (laughs) Good night.